0: The Blevins Franks Report, with Rob Kay of Blevins Franks
1: Wealth Management.
0: It's that time on a Sunday morning here on River Radio, we talk to Rob Kaye. How are you doing, Rob?
1: Very well, thank you.
0: How are you, sir? Yeah, I'm fine, thank you very much. Rob of course, from Blevins Franks, but everybody knows that. Uh, Over the past few weeks, we've made several references to tourists visiting the region, and then, of course, they fall in love with a place we call home, and then start making plans to also live here. That clearly resonated with lots of visitors who then asked various questions specifically about Blevins Franks. What's the story? What do you do? And how do you do it? However, before we lift the lid on Blevins Franks, what news, financial or ever, although there's little in the summertime, I guess, caught your eye
1: this week? Well, first I think, Howard, I need to start by apologising to the listeners. Last week, uh, as many of the listeners know, I travelled... I was travelling back to France from the UK, where I'd attended my son's graduation, Um, and I understand the sound quality um, of the broadcast wasn't uh, up to the usual standards, so if that affected anyone's enjoyment of last week's programme, please accept my apologies. Now, much to the annoyance of the 50 million French residents who have a a Livre art savings account, Bruno Le Maire, the French finance minister, announced uh, France's best-known savings account Will continue to pay savers just 3% for the next 18 months, a decision he said had been made for reasons of national economic interest. The rate should have risen to 4.2% because of the level of inflation, but keeping rates at their current level is a measure designed to avoid the volatility of a large drop next year and an increase that would be detrimental to the French economy. We shouldn't forget, um, none of France's neighbours. European neighbours, that is, um, have an equ- equivalent regulated government-backed savings account. So it's not, it's not, um, it's not a surprise that uh, they've moved in this direction. The finance minister also maintained the interest rate on livre de palme savings accounts at 6%. Now, this is a savings account which is specifically for those on modest incomes. And the mayor's final announcement was regarding the plan de palme logement, the PLs, or home savings plans. Previously, you had to wait for four years to use the money in the account to buy a house. But now the money from the account can be used whenever you want for ecological renovations to a property. It's estimated that around 8 million people in France have a PEL. And it really is all action in France this week. They they announced, they already clarified the, the taxation of second homes. And also there's lots of French who are now very worried as the government debates what they do about tax on, uh, on alcohol.
0: Now on well, Franks when and how did it all begin?
1: <laughs> uh, well Howard it, it all began um, back in London in 1975. Back then we weren't called Blevins Franks it was it was Blackstone Franks and, and we evolved out of an accountancy practice. We were actually approached by a couple who were planning to move to Spain they discussed the move with their UK accountants, who were familiar with the obviously familiar with their with the UK situation. That firm also introduced them to their equivalent Spanish office. And both of these uh, accountancy practices assessed their financial situation from a UK and Spanish perspective. Unfortunately, neither of that company's offices were able to stand in the middle and tell the couple, if you do this, do that, and this, you'll put yourself in a much better position from a cross-border perspective. David Franks did lots of research and developed a bespoke plan which minimised their taxes, ensured their testimony wishes were achievable and importantly, he created a plan that was flexible because it also had to accommodate a potential return to the UK sometime in the future. This couple were Blevins Franks International's first clients and that is where the business grew from, that very tiny seed. David then joined forces with Bill Blevins and together they expanded the business from Spain into France, Portugal, Malta, Monaco and Cyprus, oh, and also the UK. As I mentioned, lots of our clients do eventually return to the UK, so they, re- they need a return plan, and once they're back, continue to receive the same level of ongoing service that they've enjoyed while they've been living in Europe.
0: Where is Brevin Franks now, and what does the future hold?
1: Well, as you would expect, after 48 years, the business has evolved and we're we're certainly in a much stronger position now. Um, We now advise over 5,000 families with with funds under advice in excess of 3 billion euros. Our areas of expertise uh, have had to develop and evolve as laws, taxes and and the services our clients require have changed. But fundamentally, what we do today and how we do it it is quite similar to how how it was when we started. Um, We create a plan, something that we call a strategic financial planning strategy. Um, We help clients implement that plan, and then we continue to advise and support them through regular reviews, which ensures their requirements, goals, and expectations are achieved, and then their ongoing arrangements continue to be relevant. From somewhat humble beginnings in, in Old Street in London, our business has developed. We now have 22 local offices in France, Spain, Portugal, Cyprus, Malta, um, the UK, and, and right here in Monaco. Our clients are advised by 25 locally-based partners, and they are then supported by a team of private client managers and also support staff who keep the whole ship afloat and everything running smoothly. Our local teams are also backed up by support from our central administration centre, which has been based and housed in Malta for the last 25 years, as well as our in-house tax specialists, lawyers, accountants, and pension technicians, and most of those people are based in our London office. Howard, we've come a long way in the past 48 years. The financial, regulatory and legal landscape continually changes, which fortunately for us means people need help and advice. So, thankfully, our services are in great demand.
0: So, how has Brevin Strank's clientele changed over those years?
1: Um. Has our clientele changed? That's an interesting question. It's, it's one of those issues we, we continually analyse. But fundamentally, I, I don't think so. We, we've always specialised in advising and looking after British expatriates who move or retire to our core countries. Over the years, we've certainly, um, we've certainly evolved, but we've been very careful not to spread ourselves too thin or try to do or be something we're not. We've concentrated on being very good in the areas and jurisdictions where we have specialist knowledge. 80% of our clients are British nationals. The rest are among laundry people who are or were maybe previously married to British nationals, people who have financial links to the UK. They may have, they may have worked or lived there. They may own UK assets, such as property, pensions or investments, or they may simply have family, friends and relatives who who live in the old country.
0: What do you do? Can you talk us through a typical client journey?
1: Yeah, the, the, the starting point uh, where we begin, as, as you described, the Bleving's Frank's journey usually falls into one of four categories those who are considering a move to France, those who've decided to move, those who are already here but now realize they should have done some planning before they moved, and those whose situation has or is about to change. Maybe they've received an inheritance. Maybe they've been working in France, but they're now about to retire. Or those who've now decided to make some fundamental changes to the way that they live. For example, one project we, we started dealing with this week is a couple who want to downsize their villa. They want to move to a property that's more manageable for this stage in their lives. They want to generate more income to help with their grandchildren's school fees and arrange their testament position to minimize taxes and make sure their money ends up in the right hands at the right time. But of course, you know, we can't can't ignore the the sort of the elephant in the room and Brexit, Brexit time limitations, visas and extra bureaucracy has made moving to France Um, and therefore the decision to move a lot more complicated. Beyond that hurdle, the process is broadly the same. Um, We do what David did back in 1975. We interrogate a person or couple's situation understand their goals and aspirations, then consider the tax, legal and operational aspects of their move and then blend that into a plan, a roadmap if you like. All your personal arrangements, and I've said this numerous times on these broadcasts, they're all connected, so nothing should be considered in isolation. How your assets, investments, savings and pensions interact with the French tax system must be considered alongside your testimony wishes how your assets are structured, if that needs to be changed, and if it's an appropriate time to sell assets. These are all examples of why assets can't be considered in isolation. Planning and then the implementation is obviously important. You can't bake a cake without the right ingredients. However, the most important part of the whole process is probably the ongoing service we then provide to our clients. We've made sure that we have really good people who are locally based, who can be there when you want something. That element is central to the success Blodding Franks has enjoyed over the past four, nearly five decades.
0: Well, as you say, you've been advising British expatriates for more than 45 years, but has
1: that advice changed over that time? Um, I wouldn't say... How we advise clients has changed. I'd like to think that we're always getting better than we were before. And to that end, we we constantly try to evolve what we do. Of course, the world is continually changing, so we must evolve. The the legal and regulatory demands never lighten, so those matters have to change, which hopefully is, is for the better. Very few of us like change, but I suppose in reality, change is the only constant. Over the past three, four years, we've all had to learn a new way of living. As we approached the end of 2019, if anyone can remember that far back, none of us imagined that just three months later we would be confined to our homes and when we, went, when we were allowed out, we'd have to wear gloves, a mask, we couldn't shake hands, never mind having a bizu. Like it or like it not, change is something we all have to constantly accept and deal with. But fundamentally, what we do for clients and how we do it has evolved, but I wouldn't say it's necessarily, necessarily changed.
0: Do you see changes in the future for Blevins Franks or for British expatriates?
1: <laughs> well, Blevins Franks has, has no intention of going anywhere soon. We've been around for nearly 50 years and there isn't anything on the horizon to say we won't be here for another 50. People's questions if if we would actually have a business uh, the other side of, of Brexit. but But in truth, the opposite is, is the case a business model has benefited from the fact that people now need more advice, not less, which is fantastic for us. In fact, we're about to embark on a, on a quite ambitious expansion pro- program. So, every, every, so if anyone out there has, uh, has the right qualifications or they know someone who has and they would like to work for Blemings Franks here in France, in Spain or in Portugal, feel free to get in touch. We, we're on the lookout for good people. From a client perspective... From a client perspective, laws and rules will continue to evolve. That won't change. Why would it? Tax authorities need to fund the government's coffers. So yes, the one thing I do expect going forward is change. The important issue is we need to be aware of what it is and what has changed. Where possible, avoid the changes that would or could adversely affect us and always be on the lookout for opportunities, which historically, Blevins Franks has been very, very good at.
0: So when someone moves to France, what would you say are the most important financial issues that they need to be aware of?
1: Uh, although today's broadcast is, uh, has been all about loving Franks, which is what, what uh, a number of listeners wanted, what we do and where we've come from, um, I think the, the, the unexpected consequence has been how we cope, how we manage and how we find a way to, to prosper and evolve while everything around us continually changes. I suppose this is the most, probably the most important message I'd like people to take away from this morning's programme. We might think our financial affairs are the same as they were, which they might be, but things that affect them are constantly evolving, and that won't stop. In fact, from a fiscal and legal perspective, over the past few years, we have seen more dramatic change than probably at any point in recent history. The Brexit transition period passed in the middle of the pandemic, so we're still seeing the true fallout. If you pass through Nice Airport since the summer holidays started and queued for passport control, you'll experience one of the consequences, unfortunately. Brexiteers probably never envisaged uh, the queues as long as I've, been, I, I've seen recently at Nice Airport. If you've gone through Nice Airport, you'll also have seen all the equipment that's been installed for the EES system, which is again due to come into operation early next year. Also, of those loose ends are still to be resolved. You know, on many fronts, I suppose, but as they as they are and as they will gradually be more and more impact on our lives, especially if we have cross border assets or travel between the EU and non EU jurisdictions, such as the UK. When taxes change, those changes really directly benefit taxpayers, and temporary tax changes usually become permanent. We need to be aware of tax freezes and the reduction in tax thresholds, as we've seen in the UK or the introduction of of supplementary or additional taxes, such as increases in social charges, as we've seen in France over the past 15 years. Bespoke strategic financial planning is a complex business, Howard. If any of the listeners would like to discuss their personal situation and maybe get a better understanding of how a bespoke plan could benefit them, I would suggest that uh, you ring the local office and speak to one of the Blovings Franks partners. And um, the best way to do that is to call our main French office and the telephone number there is 0493 01780. That's 0493 001780. Now if our Monaco office is more convenient for you, call our Monaco office and the number here in Monaco is 97775574. That's nine seven 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 five five seven four. And finally If you'd like to know more about Blevins Franks or you prefer to contact us via the internet, visit our website, which is www.blevinsfranks.com.
0: Many thanks, Rob. Always a pleasure. Thank you very much.
1: Thank you. Have a great week.
0: The Blevins Franks Report. If you would like more information on any of the topics discussed in this programme, contact your local Blevins Franks office on 0493 001780 or riviera at blevinsfranks.com.
1: The UK pensions lifetime allowance and tax charges have been abolished. Welcome news for those with larger pension savings. A future government could, however, reverse this move, resulting in limited opportunity to take steps to protect yourself. Blevins Franks provides wealth management solutions for British expatriates in France and can help you explore pension opportunities. Call 0493001780 or visit blevinsfranks.com.
0: That's blevinsfranks.com.